Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. 102.1 CFNY, the spirit of radio. Toronto's CFNY, where the phrase Spirit of Radio was first coined by legendary programmer David Marsden. In case you missed it, Rush has released a new conceptual video for its 1980 hit, The Spirit of Radio, celebrating the 40th anniversary of the Permanent Waves album and late band member Neil Peart, who left us in January. The video pays tribute to both the medium of radio itself and the early DJs who championed the band's music, and Marsden is prominently featured. On this episode of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, the Mars Bar himself talks rush, radio, records, and staying curious. So where I wanted to start, David, was talking about the events of the past week, because the new conceptual Rush video came out for Spirit of Radio, which you're featured in. Did you know that this was coming? Yes, I did. I had to sign a release form. Uh, the company that produced it is, is in California. There, apparently, there's two reasons, that because I'm in there twice. Uh, they got the, the visuals backwards, but um, the first time... When you see my 80s picture, is actually about the fact that I was the first radio DJ to anywhere in the world to play Rush. And the second picture, which is actually my long-haired picture, was those two pictures are reversed. Uh, but that is because uh, the next picture, of course, relates to CFNY. And, of course, CFNY's uh, slogan, which I invented, was called uh, The Spirit of Radio. And so, yes, I knew it was coming. I had, I, I did have to sign a release form. I didn't know what it was going to look like, but I thought it, once I saw it, it was great. So let's talk about that history because Donna Halper is in the video as well, and she was a DJ in Cleveland. She's largely credited with discovering Rush because their tunes were so lengthy yeah. that they would present an opportunity for DJs to take a bathroom break. <laughs> What's the real story, David? <laughs> you, you were the first to spin them on the air. Yeah, uh, she was the first to spin it in America. That's the difference. And I was the first in the world or in Canada, whichever way you want it. So this song obviously has a deep connection to CFNY, but first take us back to how you came up with that Spirit of Radio slogan. I was close to the band, and I I did all their tour commercials, that kind of thing. And, of course, they were from Toronto, and somehow or other I got a hold of that first album. And then about 10 years later, I don't know how many years later, probably 10, 8 or 9, I was now I was now at CFNY. I had left Chum FM and I went and built CFNY. And the spirit of radio thing came about. Um, I, I went. I knew I had to find a slogan for my radio station called CFNY. But we didn't have the. We, at that time, CFNY did not have the best signal in the city. It probably had the worst signal in actual fact. You look at radio stations, you know, they go, more music, more music, more music. Or, you know, we're the top 40 station. And I always thought that sounded corny and kind of silly. 
so one day while I was driving in my car, I had gone out for lunch. I was driving in the car, and it, it just hit me like a bolt of lightning. It was like, bang, there it is, the spirit of radio. And I went back to the station that day, and uh, we began to say it immediately on the air, and then eventually we put it into produced pieces and all that sort of thing. And uh, it became, uh, as the station got bigger and bigger and bigger, that particular phrase seemed to be more and more and more important. So initially, this was supposed to be a secret that this song was actually about CFNY. Can you talk about the day that you got that phone call from Rush's manager, Ray Daniels, telling you that the song was coming out? I was sitting in my office. I'd, uh, my assistant said there's a call from Ray Daniels. Ray, of course, was a close friend and uh as I said earlier, way back in my days at Chum FM, he and I were had many occasions to get together and make his commercials and all that sort of thing. And uh, so it was, hi, David, uh, the new Rush album is coming out tomorrow morning. Uh, there was no advance warning, just it's coming out tomorrow morning. And oh, by the way, we have a song on it called The Spirit of Radio, and it was written... Uh, while listening to your station, and uh, apparently he had been uh, coming back from rehearsal, I guess, Neil, and he was listening to the station, and it just the words just came to him. Uh, and uh, I said, well, you know, that's a, that's copywritten. And, and he said, okay. And, of course, by then the album was printed and everything was done. I said, however, I'm going to go to work on your behalf and make sure that nobody, nobody uh, comes after you. For the copyright, it was it's my phrase, uh, so let's do it. Let's go ahead. And he said, well, we can't tell other radio stations that it's about CFNY because that will hurt, hurt us getting on other radio stations. I, Chum FM wouldn't play uh, a song about a competing radio station. There is one little secret about it all, and it's for those who... Anyone who has the original vinyl, uh, if you look at the, in the middle by the label, you know, they always put a serial number in there or some kind of a number, printing number, or whatever it's for, I don't know. And if you look on the original, the serial number was 1021, and of course that was, uh, CFNY's frequency was 102.1. So they did, they did put a little hint there. But recently, somebody told me that whenever the subject matter came up in interviews uh, across Canada and the U.S., the the uh, guys in the band, were, when they were being interviewed, they were quite open to mentioning that it was about a radio station in Toronto. I think they did say, I didn't they say uh, on their album, "The Spirit of Radio," live 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 and well in Toronto, Ontario, I think it's on the first albums too. Well, the spirit of radio has really become an ethos and you're continuing that on your online station. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, talking about this whole idea of, of streaming Spotify and all these other people. And those people are just doing jukeboxes, you know, they're just same 30 songs over and over again or whatever it is. And uh, we were sitting chatting one night, and I just said, "Should we? why don't we start up a, a radio station online? We spent about a year building it, and uh, we're in our sixth year of broadcasting. We have five DJs, um, 
several of whom are from the old CFNY days. Ivor Hamilton, of course. Uh, Brad McNally, he does his show from Australia. And he was one of the original CFNY people. And, and then we have also uh, Scott Eagleson, who does his show from out in Vancouver. And Rob Stewart, uh, he's a musician, and I find his, his ears for music are really exciting. And that All Night Andre, who was also one of the originals at CFNY. And I do Saturday, Saturday and Sunday nights live, uh, 8 till midnight, at Eastern Time, but it goes around the world. David Marsden presents NYTheSpirit.com. Reloaded. And it's all free form. Um, all the DJs do whatever they want. I do whatever I want. Uh, you can listen to the stream for 48 hours and not hear the same song twice. So it's, it's, I've taken the basic idea that was CFNY and moved it forward into the, the year 2020 or or 2021, and the 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 elements that were part of the original CFNY are now very strongly a part of nythespirit.com. A lot of those DJs you mentioned, they're recognizable from the 1970s and 80s, but you've mentioned before that that appetite to discover new music is still there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We are based in the in the in the original CFNY. However, the original CFNY was all about finding new artists. It was all about finding new music. And goodness knows, uh, if you check what we what we played, we were like decades, and in some, in some cases decades, ahead of people in finding the new music. The same is true of nythespirit.com. In fact, we have a guy, his name is James... James Upton, and he does a show called James and the New Music. And he was involved in a radio station in Vancouver, and now he lives here, So, and his entire show is is dedicated to finding the new music. But all the other DJs have that same option if they wish to, to do it. You gave a talk at the Toronto Library last fall, and you said, Radio has lost its way. I still believe that you can stay young and vital and live for a long, long time if you can find the things that matter to you. Do you want to talk about that? (laughs) Did I say those things? (laughs) You did say those things. (laughs) I'm just kidding you. Uh, Yeah, I mean... I think that radio has fallen into, uh, uh, and I have many friends who are in the business, so I'm not being offensive and I'm not being negative. I am trying to be positive. But radio has fallen into a bit of a rut. I spoke on a panel a year or so back, CMW or one of those music things, and uh, one of the guys on the panel, he was a music director of a, a, a radio station that I will not name, nor will I name his name. But someone in the audience, after we did a, a Q&A at the end of the, the panel, and someone in the audience got up and said, why does radio play the same song 20 times a day? And the music director guy jumped right in, and he said, it was just, it blew my mind what he said. He said, do you have any idea how long people listen to the radio? And the guy was like, no. Uh, and the music director said, 15 minutes a day. It never seemed to, it didn't seem to occur to him that it's 
only 15 minutes a day because you're playing the same song over and over and over. People get tired of hearing it. And yes, there's a certain audience that loves to hear the same song 20 times back to back. But that that's a limited audience. And it, it, I don't think there's... I just don't think it's doing the music business any good. I don't think it's helping the artists. And that's why they they seem to have lost their way. If you talk to people in radio now, they they go, oh, yeah, well, it's on such and such a chart. And it used to be that way, but it wasn't the absolute. It was part of it. This is what we've we've done with with nythespirit.com is we have been able to open it up and play – all this music, because it's 24-7, it never ends. And as I said earlier, you can listen for 48 hours and not hear the same song. No one is tuning us out. The hours tuned are very lengthy. And guess, you know, if if we were radio, guess who would benefit from hours tuned? Oh, that would be the sponsors, wouldn't it? I wonder why they didn't think of that. Stay curious is a mantra of yours. What content are you consuming these days? What's keeping you young? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I should have prepared for that one because there's so much. People often ask me, you know, what's your favorite album of all time? And the answer is I don't have one because what I like now in 20 minutes when I'm in a different mood, I might not like it as much. And that, to me, is is what radio has to capture. It has to capture the 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 changing moods that go on in a city or a market or a town that radio stations are not tapping into. Uh, it's become much too mechanical. As for what turns me on, I just spent two hours this morning listening to new songs, listening to new music. I didn't check charts. I didn't look to see who's number one. I didn't look to see who's not number one. I just listened one with my ears. That to me is is a music director's job is to have the best ears in town to listen to stuff and then decide what he or she are going to introduce to the marketplace. When I had uh, CFNY, uh, we would have a music meeting every Tuesday morning. I had two music directors. They would bring in stacks of albums, and we would spend hours listening, and they would say, well, we like this album. If an album got, we would then each vote, and there was three three of us, so two two votes wins, one vote doesn't win. And uh, there were a lot of albums that didn't make it the first week. And I had one rule, and my rule was, we must listen to everything three times in different clock positions or in different moods, different days, because your mood and and what's happening indoors or outdoors at any given moment is going to change how you think about hearing the song. If this is getting too, uh, too involved, I would say, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth taking that much time. Uh, I mean, if you, if even now, and I'm sorry, I don't have, uh, I don't have the NY thespirit.com music sheets in front of me, but uh, we're adding a lot of new music every every week we add new songs. But it, it really is about listening. It We've got all kinds of devices now that we didn't used to have. We've got things like Anger or DMDS, Play Me. So these, these songs are coming right onto my computer, 
and I see the file and it says, okay, new song from so-and-so. And I just open it and hear it right then and there. And if I like it, I download it and put it into the stream. Or I sometimes I'll, what I will do is is I'll tr- try the the music as Hank mentioned this earlier. I'll try the new music on my show. Uh, then I'll pass it to James for his new music show, and we just watch the, we watch the response from those who are listening. And if the response is good, then we take that we take it all to the next step. If the response isn't good, we put it away. I mean. There's there's two bands that we're playing right now that both of them happen to be unfortunately from Toronto or unfortunately whichever I don't care where somebody comes from either by the way George Rondina and the Imagination Machine right now have a new album coming out and people should listen to it because it is fantastic Slave to the Square Wave is another band that and why the Spirit has been supporting for quite some time they're uh, they're really I can't describe it. You have to listen to it because my words would be misinterpreted rather than if I said it was fantastic or cool. Uh, somebody would go, oh, I don't like cool. you know. So it's not about words. It's about the music and it's about listening. And I think that, you know, I, I, quite frankly, I don't really want the competition of somebody doing what we're doing. But if they did, I think they'd be surprised. In the same way that in 1969, people were surprised when CKGM-FM, now Shom FM, did what they did at that time, or what Chum FM was doing, or even Fox out on the West Coast was, was doing progressive, uh, heavy-duty, stoned, very stoned-out radio. Uh, and that's what it was all about. It was all about listening and playing and sharing. Well, I think now more than ever, we're in a period where a lot of business models are going to have to seek out reinvention. Do you think this this is the time for radio to reinvent itself? Oh, absolutely I do. The internet came along, whatever it was, 20 years ago or something. And everybody, I was, I had Iceberg Media at that time. And everybody thought, well, so what you, nobody can hear that. And it reminded me of when I was, when I was at CKGM-FM. I was in AM, CKGM-AM, and then I crossed over to the FM side. Everybody on the AM side said, David, are you crazy? This, this FM thing, it's not going to work. They don't, even have, and they don't even have FM in cars because, in fact, they didn't. That was their small thinking. Because, of course, within a matter of uh, two to three to five years, the whole thing had blown up and AM was on on its downward slide. Now we have, uh, we have this thing called uh, the Internet and streaming radio. And a lot of radio stations, and I, and I have tested this, I have gone to broadcasters and I have said, you should be building something worthwhile on the Internet. They have to do something. Otherwise, they are going to be the AM stations of the future. I don't understand how broadcasters can sit back and say, we're fine, thank you very much, don't bother us. That's the same thinking that the AM stations had in 1969 or 70. I don't think it's news to you, David, that that you're a legend. And, And you told me, you told me earlier this week that you're, still surprised 
to be alive or surprised <laughs> surprised to still be alive and i think i think you celebrated a significant birthday this year i guess i mean you're right the other day when i talked to you i was like i can't even imagine i could never it never occurred to me that i would get to be 80 i mean it's just ridiculous it's a surreal world and i love every second of it i i'm not going to sit down and retire i'm just not going to do that because i think i honestly believe retirement is for those who didn't like their job and i happen to love my job i love what i do i love music i love the people i love the i mean the the instant feedback that you can get nowadays i mean I have a chat room attached to my shows on nythespirit.com. And it's, just, it's, it's, it's not the whole audience not in there, obviously, but it's a group of people who come in and they've all become friends. They all visit each other. And, they, and every week there's new ones coming in and joining this great conglomeration. The things that are now available to us that were not available to us even what, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, whatever, back in the 80s, back in the 70s, back in the 90s. Uh, wow, it has just, it's its so exciting. It's its just like, wow, I've got to get a piece of that. Is there a thought you want to close on? I guess my thought is, don't rely on what you did yesterday, because that's over with. Rely on what you're going to do tomorrow. I believe in standing up for what you believe in, and... Never give up and remember that it used to be in a market that there'd be 8, 10, 15 radio stations that were competing. Nowadays, there are thousands and thousands of radio stations and that's, and you have to be so good that you'll be at least in the top 10 of the thousand. And I would also ask that if you really want to wonder what things should be like, in some ways, come on over and visit us at nythespirit.com and listen to some of those DJs. They're pretty good. Thanks so much for joining us, David. It's an immense pleasure. I have enjoyed it. I hope I haven't rattled on too much. I have a tendency to get a little excited when I'm talking about all this stuff, so I hope <laughs> I didn't bore anybody. Thanks, David. Thank you, Connie. listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.